Hi there and welcome to UK Property Talk. Today I want to tell you that house prices in the UK have fallen for the first time in over a year according to Halifax's report. This is Halifax, one of the biggest lenders in the country who report on their data just like the Nationwide do and their data is showing a slight dip. Now it is a slight dip, it's only down by you know 0.1% but it is significant that prices are starting to slow and yes last week I, I, I reported that transactions were slowing down. Transactions means the number of sales and, and also agents are reporting that the number of uh, inquiries, that the number of offers over asking prices are also slowing down. Now this is, this might not be huge but it you know we've seen prices going up and up and up month on month for quite a while now and, and now we could be seeing that the effects of the higher interest rates from the Bank of England, they've they've uh, increased rates now for the sixth time to 1.75, the cost of living crisis, and I think general overall confidence. People have to feel confident in the market. They have to feel confident that, you know, things are going well, their job is going well, and that things, will, will, you know, life in the garden is rosy before they commit to, to doing things like buying a property or buying an investment property. Uh, so, so that that's all things I, I I want to talk about today. Now, the average property now in the UK is worth two hundred ninety three thousand. The strongest growth was in Wales again, uh, up fourteen point seven percent on the year. But you know, th this is a yearly figure, and also the UK economy. Uh, it was reported a shrunk slightly uh, in the second quarter. So we could be heading into a recession. I think we definitely are heading into recession. So the average price of houses dipped in July for the first time uh, in, in a year. This is according to, to Halifax, part of the Lloyds Banking Group. The annual rate of growth eased to 11.8%. That's down from 12.5% uh, previously. So we, we, we are seeing a bit of a slowdown. And as I said, according to HMRC data, they, they showed that sales were down 55% on, on 2021. And that's the slight distorted figure because... In that time, we had the stamp duty uh, uh, panic that, you know, there was a stamp duty holiday brought in by Rishi Sunak, who I met yesterday, actually. I, I met him at a, a function, uh, got, got a selfie with him. I didn't get much chance to talk to him, but he, he outlined his plans uh, for what he would do if he became prime minister. And uh, as you, you might know, there's a big tussle at the moment. There's two candidates, Liz Truss or Rishi Sunak, the former chancellor, and both are vying to become the party leader. And ultimately then that, that will mean they will become prime minister, replacing Boris Johnson, who was basically kicked out by his own MPs. So I met him yesterday. He was a very good speaker. He obviously knows his stuff. He's an outstanding guy, you know, uh, went to Winchester School, uh, which is one of the top uh, we call them public schools in the UK, but they're actually private schools. One of the top schools on, on a level with Eton and Harrow and that sort of thing. So uh, he went to a top school, even though his family were not super rich. They had a business and I, I believe his uh, mother or father was a doctor um, and one of them was a pharmacist. So he came from a good middle class family, uh, refugees, I think, from uh, East Africa originally. So. You know, he's done very well for himself, got a job with Goldman Sachs, which is not that easy. I believe they have like 10 interviews before you can get in. Uh, so he is a, an achiever and an outstanding guy. Whether he's the right person to, to lead the country, we, we shall have to find out. Liz Truss at the moment is favourite 
for for winning that that battle. And it, as I said, met him uh, yesterday. He actually applied to be M an MP in our area. We didn't choose him uh, five or six years ago, so um, that that was that was strange. But we we chose another candidate uh, because Rishi frankly didn't come across that well at the time he was new to it it was his maybe one of his early pitches to people uh but uh you know he's, he's obviously done very well for himself uh since then so the bank of england has raised rates uh to 1.75 that's obviously hitting the market um you know i've just had a deal fall through myself because uh the guy's mortgage lenders are, are just taking forever and now they want him to wait for a while um, it, it's it's very strange because up until now, you know, you could get mortgages for, for buy to lets, which he's getting, you know, fairly easily. You know, they're just bang, bang, bang coming through. Now he's been uh, trying to get this mortgage for five, six weeks. And, and now they've told him, no, he's got to wait three to six months. You know, th this is the way things are going. Things, as I said, things are getting tighter. And on, on a previous buyer, they, they downvalued the property. So, you know, these are all affecting the market and uh, if you know it means that either people sales fall through or they have to sort of reduce their their asking price but halifax just going back to the halifax report they said that larger properties uh, are are outpacing the, the lower end of the market so detached properties jumped 15% i think we we had similar figures from the nationwide uh, on this um and london has recorded a slower growth, just 7.9%, but it, it is an increase. Uh, actually, it's the largest increase in five years. So London seems to be picking up after dropping significantly as you have this mass rush out of the city. Uh, I, I think London will always recover anyway. It's still a good place to invest. Okay, you're not getting uh, the best yield on your money as a buy-to-let investor, but we know that London will always remain the capital city, a big city, a place where international investors want to come and, and put their money. It's not a place where they're going to hold the Eurovision Song Contest uh, because, uh, you know, the woke people at the BBC don't want London. So they, they've shortlisted Birmingham and Glasgow and Liverpool and Manchester. And, that. you know, they're all fine cities. But, you know, London is really the only big city that I, I think is big enough to, to host a major event like that with, with in terms of, you know, the availability of, hotel rooms, venues. I mean, you've got iconic venues like, you know, the O2 and the Albert Hall and um, Wembley. You know, you've got so many different choices in London and, and you've got the accommodation and the facilities, the transport links and facilities for people to do other things when, when they are here. So I'm, I'm a Londoner, so I'm, gonna, I'm obviously uh, promoting London, but the BBC, they, they go for this regional approach. You know, they, you can't have everything in the capital, so let's spread everything to, to Glasgow and that sort of thing. It, it's, to me, London is the most suitable place for an international event like uh, the Eurovision Song Contest. Not that, I don't even watch the event, so why am I even talking about it? But London will always be a great city, in, in my opinion. Now, I wanted to, 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 to read this out to you. This is the Halifax's uh, managing director, Russell Gailey, and this is what he said. Now, these people are notorious for uh, never talking down the market. They always talk it up, you know, and, and what he said is, it's just, well, I'll read it out to you. He said, looking ahead, house prices are likely to come under more pressure, that means go down in English, as the market tailwinds fade further 
and the headwinds of rising interest rates and increased living cost take a firmer hold. What a load of crap. I'm sorry. It's just gobbledygook, isn't it? I mean, what what is what is he really saying? He's just saying that, yeah, prices are likely to come under more pressure, go down. And the market tailwind, which means uh, the winds that push the market up, like if, if a plane is flying and it's got tailwinds, it will go faster. Um, the ta so the tailwinds, I've, I've lost it now. The, ta the, the tailwinds are, are fading or slowing down, which means there's, there's less um, tailwinds to move the market forward. And the headwinds, which obviously slow a plane down uh, or a ship down of rising interest rates and increased living costs take a firmer hold. So the, the tailwinds against market growth will slow the market down. In other words, prices are going to go down. I don't know why they just don't say that, but they don't like to say that because they are a major lender and they, it's in their interest to, to keep things moving and talk the market up. But sales expectations for the 12 months have fallen 36% in July, down from 21%, according to the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors. They're a bit more truthful here. Um, and this was before the, the, the Bank of England in, increased rates last week. And they're saying that Britain's housing market, like and many other rich nations, boomed during the pandemic. But, um, you know, people sought more space, etc. We, we know that. But things are, are changing. And, and they're saying contributing factors are higher interest rates and, uh, you know, of course, the, the cost of living crisis. Now, we've got a cost of living crisis here, which is, is affecting people, you know, Fuel prices are, as I said in my very last video, uh, gas and electricity bills could go up to four to five thousand pounds a year next year for people. So, so things are in 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 a crisis, um, and businesses are, are are finding it tough. Um, you know, the UK economy has shrunk in in the last quarter, so we we know this. But in many parts of the world, uh, people are are starving. I think the UN reported that half a billion people could starve to death in the next year. It, it, this is, you know, much more serious for, for people in the third world. And you look at Sri Lanka, it's a failed nation. Um, things are, you know, this was the nation that was going to be the boom, you know, jewel in the crown and that, that sort of thing a, a couple of years ago. Now they haven't got enough food to eat. They haven't got enough fuel. They haven't got an, enough currency reserves to buy fuel. And, and they're tied in very heavily with, with China. Um, but getting back to property, half of the agents reported that the average selling price is no longer exceeding the asking price. So people are not paying more than the asking price. This is for properties up to half a million and vendors with property at over a million are having to reduce the asking price. Now, you know, a year or so ago, asking prices were just going up and up and up and, and people were advertising properties say we want in excess of the asking price. And if you offered the asking price, which would normally be accepted, they said, no, 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 we want more than the asking price. So they asked for a price and then they said, no, we don't want that price. We want more. I don't know why they didn't ask for more in the first place, but that's what was happening. And people were going on a waiting list, but now properties are failing to reach the asking price. And uh, in some cases, uh, asking prices are coming down. I've certainly seen this in in the London flat market, definitely, but it's happening now to to all sorts of properties. Now, incidentally, talking about prices, Open House South Hearts, my, my own estate agency, we have properties up in the northeast where you can improve the yield on your money 
uh, yields of 10 to 15 percent. We've got properties advertised from 20,000 pounds upwards and certainly houses from 30,000 pounds upwards. So check out that Facebook page. Now, as I said in the headline, the UK economy has shrunk in the first second quarter uh, by 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 a small amount, 0.1 percent. But we're not officially in recession, according to the Office of National Statistics, because we had growth, slight growth in the first quarter, unlike America, which has had two consecutive negative growth quarters. Uh, but most people are feeling the pinch. We feel like we're in a recession. Businesses are are suffering. And, you know, it's it's things like government spending on on the health and, and um, health things uh, to, to track and trace that were were keeping the economy going well that's not real growth is it it's just government spending uh what we need is 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 manufacturing output to, to keep the economy growing but services have fallen and in i think it was june or july all sectors fell including construction which is again back to to property now although interest rates have risen as i said in the last video banks are not passing this on to, to their saver customers, which is a scandal in itself. You know, they're leaving savers on rates of as low as 0.1% and, and an average rate of 0.3%, uh, which means that they, they're, they're struggling with the cost of living. Some of these people are retired, they're relying on their savings to live on, and something's gotta be done. I did put up a video as to what you can do about um, improving your rates of return on savings, like moving your money to another lent, to another bank, uh, going to your bank and talking to them and maybe moving accounts or going into longer fixed terms uh, with, with, with your savings. But you can also get much better returns on property. As I said, we we're advertising property at 10 to 15% yield. Now, I know the property is not for everybody, but I put a print video up, six tips to get onto the property ladder. Not everyone wants to be a landlord, of course, um, but there are ways of doing this, which is a hands-off. But if you want to find out more, if you are one of those people who want to find out more, I'll put a link up to... Uh, some free training next week, Beginner's Property Secrets, I think it's on Wednesday evening. Uh, do have a look at that. It's absolutely free. I'm not even running the training. And, and, and many people have suggested that I should run my own property training rather than sort of recommending property training for friends. So maybe, maybe I will do that. What do you think? Do, do so, let me know in, in the comments, please. Uh, but, um, you know, in the meantime, I'm just sending them, sending people to, to other property training, which is free virtual training online. And you can find out how to, to get started in property and learn from the experts that have made, frankly, millions in, in property over the years. Now, finally, uh, thank you for liking and sharing my, my videos. I appreciate that. But also thank you for subscribing um, on, on YouTube now. I've doubled my subscribers in the last few months. I'm over 2,000 subscribers now. So thank you for your support. Thank you for the thumbs up and the likes and everything, including, you know, if I share this to Facebook, thanks for all those likes and, and comments and support. I do appreciate that. So, so do keep those coming in. So in the meantime, have a, have a great weekend, have a great week ahead. And I will speak to you again with updates from Charles Kelly Money Tips podcast, which you can find on video, iTunes and and, and lots of other places. Thanks for listening and bye for now.